0: Today on the podcast, Carrie and I are talking about what it's like to be Disney Vacation Club members. If you haven't heard, Disney has its own version of a timeshare, and we're here to explain all about it. Stay tuned for the details. Hi, I'm Francine, and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So, if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I have Carrie with me on the, today's episode. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Hello. Um, Carrie and I thought today we would talk about uh, Disney Vacation Club. So, I had uh, someone reach out to me. Uh, her name is Hillary. Hillary, uh, I met her and her family, believe it or not, at the Toronto airport before our cruises in January. We were sitting at the gate and she turned to me and said, are you a Pixie Dust fan? And I was like, yes. And you know, I looked, yeah, I don't even need to tell you what I looked like. It was like six o'clock in the morning. And she's like, I recognize your voice. (laughs) So we chatted for a bit, lovely family. Um, But she sent me a note and said, you know, I'm hoping you would do a podcast on Disney Vacation Club because they're starting to think about maybe joining. So we thought, why not? So Hillary, this is this is a podcast for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Carrie, we were chatting about this um, just before we started recording. And we were laughing because it's kind of funny that the two of us are doing a, a DVC podcast. Um, when most of the time neither one of us book our own Disney Vacation Club <laughs> In case? Yes.
1: although we've been long time members we're, we're far from the, we, don't, we don't know every, we don't always know everything about our accounts <laughs> I don't know how to, to word it we know what DVC is and we get it but
0: right we,
1: we seem to get help whenever we yeah. need to do our bookings or whatever but our sisters help Juanita helps me and and Becky helps with yours,
0: right? So sometimes I'll just sign into my, uh, D- so DVC is Disney Vacation Club for short. And sometimes I'll just sign into my account and see a vacation book that I didn't, I didn't book with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my sister has complete access over my my DVC. So that's how I end up with all of these vacations sometimes. Um, so Juanita helps book yours as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and I find too, it's like, I understand it, but I'm always worried that I'm like not understanding it completely. So I'm always checking with her about what everything means. Like if I had, like I recently had to bank some points. So, you know, I had to, I had to have a little chat with her. She had to coach me through to make sure I understood it. And I was making the right decision of when to bank them and, and if I should do it now. So I'm always checking with her on what exactly I should be doing.
0: Right, My sounding so, board. <laughs> so this, it, Hillary, this will give you some insight into it. Maybe isn't quite as straightforward as as we would think. So the overview is Disney Vacation Club is kind of Disney's answer to timeshares, but it's a little different in that you buy points instead of a week. So traditionally, I think you know, in a timeshare, you buy like a week. You buy this week at this resort, and that's yours forever and ever. Where at Disney, you're buying a block of points. And then those points can be exchanged for nights at resorts. It's essentially what it is, right? Yeah. But then it gets complicated from there because (laughs) after that, then it gets complicated. So you buy a block of points. And then depending on which resort, what time of the year, and what room type you want, dictates how many points you have to spend. Right, But then there's also the added complication of how far in advance you can book. And we yes, were debating availability. This, yeah. And availability. So you buy your points at one specific resort. So they call that your home resort, right? Now, Carrie, what's your home resort?
1: Animal Kingdom Villas.
0: Right. Your animal kingdom. Um, my sister bought in at Saratoga Springs And then I kept saying I wasn't going to buy in. And then I ended up, when they built Bay Lake Tower, because, you know, I have a love for the contemporary resort, that's what convinced me. So I bought in at Bay Lake Tower. And where is Juanita? Uh,
1: They have some points at Saratoga Springs and at uh, Boardwalk. And I think maybe even a few at Animal Kingdom, too.
0: Right. So you can buy, like, multiple multiple resorts. You can buy points in multiple resorts.
1: Well, and I think one thing that's different than a regular traditional timeshare is that usually when you buy a week, you like you said, you buy it at a specific resort and you can trade out and stay at other resorts and, and have a bit of flexibility. But with the Disney points that we have, we can book at any of the Walt Disney World or Disneyland um uh, disney vacation club resorts it just depends on the number of points we need and the availability and the and the window in which we can book them so you i have animal kingdom points but i can at certain times of the year book at all of them if it was available right so super duper flexibility um across the dvc properties
0: so you you can book at your like it's important to pick your home resort based on where you think you're going to stay the most or where you want to get, make sure you get into the most, because that's where you have the, the biggest, you can book as far in advance as 11 months, I
1: think it is. Yeah, that you have a booking advantage before anybody else.
0: Right. So if it's, so I can book at Bay Lake Tower 11 months in advance. You can book at Animal Kingdom log, or Animal Kingdom Villas 11 months in advance. But if I wanted to go stay at Animal Kingdom, I could only book seven months in advance right right so that's why it's important to pick your home resort based on where you're going to be staying yes the problem is (laughs) you know (laughs) the problem is that you know a lot of people so you know becky owns at saratoga and it's very rare that we stay there it's not one of our favorite our favorite resorts we like to stay there for a few nights um when we're doing disney springs But because we don't really do, you know, a lot of pool days and things like that, um, we don't stay at Saratoga very often. So her points, we're always always booking at the seven-month window with her points, or maybe even shorter than that, because, you know, I prefer to do last minute. But then it's finding the availability and the room type that you want. So the studios, which are the ones that usually sleep four, um, four or five, and then, well, now they have the, the new ones at Riviera, right? They're two, bed, they're two people studios. Um, those go the fastest because they're the least amount of points. Which is why sometimes when you see, when Becky and I go, we end up in a one bedroom for the two of us because that's all we could get. Right. So when you book far in advance, it makes sense. Like if you can book at the 11 month window and you can get your studio and all that kind of stuff, um, then it's good. But. Sometimes if you're, if you're more of a last minute, not even last minute, maybe even like five months out, it's, it's hard to get availability. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Whereas if you used your points annually and for your annual family vacation and you had points at where you like to stay and you planned and you like to plan a year out, then, then you're laughing, sort of.
0: (laughs) Sort of. You're (laughs) laughing, sort of.
1: but i find for us like we we don't like i use my points usually i I use them when i go to the my pin event every august um but uh we we tend to travel last minute so then we we struggle with finding availability and not being able to use our points
0: which is why we're always doing split stays and things like that so i can get two nights here and three nights here and you know, that's why we're always, we're forever resort hopping because of that. It's, it's really become hard to get availability through Disney Vacation Club um, in, in recent years, for sure. I actually have friends, well, we have friends who have sold their vacation clubs who visit as often as we do. But just because they weren't finding the availability, it was becoming a pain. Um, but so once you buy your points, you buy your points at your home resort. And the prices are all different depending on what they're selling and what the specials are at the time that they're selling. You get different ones if you buy, buy on the cruise versus um, if you buy Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Where did you buy yours? Uh,
1: I, I just bought them through TV, like I just bought them regularly through DVC.
0: Yeah. Becky bought well, hers on the cruise.
1: Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just bought mine regularly, um, but when I when I bought mine, I think I got um, so much off per point, and I got a and I got a gift card or something that that went with it. Yeah, um, and they're in U.S. dollars. So so I think buying points nowadays is a little bit uh, different from when I bought, because the dollar has changed quite a bit since then. And the points cost more too, right? Like the what the points what the cost per point was um back when i bought versus now is is a lot more and i yeah cuz <laughs> yeah. that's the thing you pay per point so if the if the if the point if if it costs 150 160 180 190 that's the that's the amount you pay per point so if you bought a 100 points or 160 points you're paying um whatever the cost per point is for each point uh and you pay that up front and that's the total cost of your vacation club
0: And then you have to pay your annual dues, which, you know, every January mine come due and your annual dues are dependent on the resort that you bought into as well. So places that have a lot of grounds to cover, like the larger grounds, I find, I think they have higher points in some scenarios and it all depends too on how old the resort is and things like that. You know, you can buy into Alani in Hawaii and never go to Hawaii and use those points in Walt Disney world if you wanted. So the flexibility is really, really right. good.
1: But if and, you, you, and your dues are per point as well. So if you have, if your dues cost, um, they might cost $6.25 per point and you have a hundred points, then your dues are $625 for the year. So the more points you have, the more dues the, you pay.
0: The higher your dues are. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I ended up, I've bought three contracts over the years. Um, So I bought in, I bought just a small amount of points and then I kept adding on. Um, It was funny because one year we were there and we were staying at Bay Lake Tower and I was like, we're just, we don't have enough points because when my nephew and his wife and the two kids come, we have to get two bedrooms and that just eats through your points really quickly. So we were at Bay Lake Tower and I was like, I'm just going to go talk to a DVC rep just to see like how much it would cost to add on points or whatever. And at the time they were giving away, it was back when they had the paper fast passes and they were giving away, if you bought DVC points, if you bought like a hundred extra points, they gave you something like 10 fast passes or whatever. Um, So I came back to the room, and they're like, "So did you get did you get all your questions answered?" I'm like, "I got better than that. I got us ten fast passes, most expensive <laughs> fast passes <I've> ever purchased." <laughs> but that was when I added all my points. But the dollar was good then, and you know, at that time we were when we were doing two bedrooms. They're much easier to get for sure. Um, it's the studio. Well, and I think maybe
1: ex- explaining how many. How many points people would maybe need to, right? Right. Yeah. Like, um. So I think generally they suggest people getting like 160 points. Usually I think that's our starting off for points uh, suggestion. Like I have 100 because mm-hmm. I I don't ever like when I started this I never had the plans to need anything bigger than a studio and I was trying to spend as little money as I could to get into DVC. So I bought 100 points. And my hundred points can get me um, between like seven and 10 nights, depending on the time of the year and the resort that I stay. Um, So that's to me, big bang, good bang for my buck. Like I'm able to go for a week or two shorter trips within my hundred points. But if you have, you know, a family where you need a one bedroom or two bedroom, then you have to go into the next realm of, of required points. Right. So, because then if you had 100 points, you might be able to stay. I don't know, a couple nights, three nights, three and a half nights in a two bedroom or a one bedroom, depending on the resort.
0: Well, that night when we stayed at the Riviera Resort, when we stayed that one night after the cruise, we could only get a one bedroom and for the three of us, which was lovely because we had lots of space. But that one night in the one bedroom, I think was something crazy like 37 points, and it was the same as as points as it was for us for I think three nights at the boardwalk um so yeah it depends between so I have now in total 310 points um and my sister has 300 so between the two of us we, we have 600 points a year 610 points a year and we are forever borrowing from next year (laughs) Like we're always in a deficit. So that's the other thing. It's flexible enough that you can bank them. So if you don't go on vacation this year and you want, you can bank your points and then you have double the points next year. So you get the replenished every year.
1: So you can, you can borrow, you can bank the, you can bank a year and you can borrow from the future year. So really in any given year, if you hadn't used your points from the year before, you could have three years worth of points. To units right. in one year because you could have last year's bank points, this year's current points, and you could always borrow some points from. from next
0: year. Yeah. I've never. Well, I, I think never one banked. thing.
1: <laughs> I banked for my first time. Uh, that's why I needed Winita's supervision to help me through the decision making process. Uh, and another thing I think with DVC is under. I remember when I first bought, because Winita had already owned for a few years before I had bought my points was that um, you're like determining when your use year is. So your use year is the month that you actually get the points in the bank. And I think depending on, because you you bank, there's a certain window every year that you can bank your points into the next year. So the use year month, sometimes you would keep it in mind depending on when you regularly travel. Because at a certain point, you have to make the decision of whether you're banking points or not. Right, right, and that's. I remember Winnie explaining that to me back when when I bought, like you know,
0: yeah. And that's where it's it's confusing, right? That's where all this banking and borrowing and you know it goes into holding, and then if if you do something, so you know, we may, we're not the experts on this clearly. Um, And then Hillary, you're going to have to do a (laughs) lot more investigation on this part, but there's like banking and borrowing. If you, if you do the points (laughs) wrong, they go into holding, which means you can only book 60 days in advance. Like that part is very, it's very confusing. But if you were just going to buy this so that you could go every year you know that every July you want to go, you need a a studio for the four of you to stay in or or whatever it is then then yeah it's you know it's very straightforward. we don't use them for cruises because it's not a good use of points on the cruise like they they want crazy points for a cruise, so we never use those ever um, but you know if you're going to do it regularly every year then it's pretty straightforward it's when you start getting into the banking the borrowing and all that fun stuff that it can be a bit confusing
1: and and you get discounts well and the one the one thing sorry I was gonna say the one thing that DVC um provided me was the ability to stay in a deluxe resort when I never would have paid to stay in a deluxe resort yeah that's before we kind of move on to that's true other perks of having DVC like uh, I don't like I would have paid for value resorts I would have paid for moderate resorts but I would have never paid for a deluxe resort so I always thought of it as you know at at the front of all like at the start of this investing a lump sum of money to allow me to like for the cost of my dues every year is like the cost I would spend to stay in a value resort but I'm going to get to use those points to stay in a deluxe resort. Right. So it allows me a different type of stay that I would have never I would have cuz I like to go <laughs> like I like to go more often than less. So if I didn't have DVC I most definitely would be trying to have the lowest accommodation cost so I could stay longer or go more times a year. So
0: Right. And that's, that's true that's very true. It's you know, it's an investment up front um and you really need to look at if you have to finance it. The financing rates through Disney are crazy. I financed or my original contract through Disney. Um, but that was back when the dollar was better, uh, but it was, it, but their rates were crazy. Um, but you're right. That's, you know, it's kind of, it's an upfront investment, but every year for the price of my dues, I can go on three or four vacations and stay deluxe. And, you know, I probably, so <laughs> that's when you see us alternate, our resorts right so when I've run out of points that's when you get the reviews from me of um you know the value in moderate resorts because usually those are the ones I'm paying cash for <laughs> in the deluxe ones I'm using my vacation club points but exactly. but we have we have splurged and paid for for rooms you know at, at um the deluxe resorts it's just you know now that you have DVC why not use your points there? And then um, you're paying for the value in the moderates when we run out of points, which is always every year running out of points. It's like the story of my life. But, (laughs) but once you, once you buy into DVC, you also have like, there's benefits. There are discounts, which help. So you get discounts on merchandise
1: Yes, Curly is twenty percent on Disney merchandise, which is a big—it's huge uh, discount. So pretty much every Disney, every store at Disney that's Disney owned, and then the ones that aren't Disney owned, um, they're usually ten or fifteen percent. there's yeah. some sort of a smaller discount. Uh, there's some dining discounts. Yes, um, mostly table service, right? I don't know that there's many yeah. that we get it for quick service, but definitely some table service discounts.
0: And because um, you're a Disney Vacation Club, you can buy the tables in Wonderland card as well for discounts on dining. And it gives you yeah. discounts on alcohol as well at the mm-hmm. table service restaurants, which um which is nice and handy. Then you get and there's, tours.
1: Yep, tours and, and special events. There's discounts on those tickets.
0: And so like uh, Mickey's not so scary and yeah. um after hours. They have um, sometimes in the they tours have, they have yeah
1: during the day like if you went on the the keys um, of the kingdom or something like that.
0: Yep, they're all discounted for DVC members, and then uh, sometimes they have these member nights at the parks where um, they close down the park and they have a special event. Those they don't announce really far in advance, though. That's the only problem. So if you don't live nearby. Sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, whether you're online and you can get a ticket and um, can go. But we've managed to make it to, I think we made it to one at Animal Kingdom once. We just happened to be there at the same time that they were doing a member event. Um, Have you ever been to one?
1: No, I haven't. I tried tried last summer, but I wasn't able to get tickets because, yeah, they, they do the tickets online now. And, yeah, it's a bit of a frenzy
0: yeah like it's i gone. had a bit of a
1: glitch on my account the morning that i went into the virtual queue and by the time i called in and got them to fix it i was too late
0: too late yeah that's yeah. the only thing those so those are hard to get too. um
1: but, but they're th- pretty like i think they've been doing a few more than usual so to give more op- like more opportunity for people to go they're called moonlight magic i think that's what that's it yeah yeah events. yeah
0: yeah Now, so we do have to talk. This is all, everything that we're saying is if you buy directly from Disney. There is a whole entire resale market um, where people are selling their points. So when you buy your DVC, you sign the contract saying that if you're going to sell the points, Disney has the first right of refusal. So if you're going to sell your contract, they have the first dibs to buy it back from you. Um, But if you go into the resale market You can, you can sell your points that way as well, but people buying on the resale market now do not get the same perks. So I think it, I think it was kind of going a bit crazy where uh, the resale market kind of blew up and people weren't selling um, like they were, they were selling through the resale market at a discounted price and Disney finally just dialed back on the benefits you get. So you don't get the same benefits. You don't get the same blue card or whatever, um, if you buy on the resale market now. So I don't, I don't know if you get the, the discounts for merchandise and things like that when you buy resale. I don't know that you even get to use them outside. Like we can also use our points who would, but we could use our points at other hotel chains. Like if we were going to London tomorrow or something, we could go use them at some other hotel chain.
1: Right, because I think you can trade them out into the RCI network, which is which is a humongous right timeshare, separate timeshare.
0: I would never. Yeah, have no, I
1: can't. Yeah, there. I've never done that. My uh, Juanita has done that. I haven't done them done it before. I and I can't say that I can really speak to what the ben, different benefits are for the resale. Like I know they've they've taken some things away, but I don't know that I really understand. Yeah, what you what you don't get when you've bought resale.
0: Right. Um, yeah. And then there's the whole, you know, there is a whole rental market where people, which I totally blame for the lack of inventory at uh, Disney Vacation Club resorts, where um, people are renting out their points. So I could rent out my points to somebody else and let like book a reservation for them to go stay at Bay Lake Tower for, for argument's sake. And um, they would pay me or through these rental brokers. And then if they they paid through these rental brokers, to me, um, they would go stay on my points, so that like that's a whole big market now as well for for people to to use their points. But I'm not sure how I how I really feel about that one because you're not really you're not renting from Disney, you're renting from a third party. So if I haven't paid my dues and I set up a reservation for. February my my use year is January and I set up a reservation for February and I rented out my points and I defaulted on my dues they cancel that reservation but some family out there has already paid for that reservation right right I've I've heard some real horror stories about that where you know, like people have paid for these reservations and then for whatever reason, the member cancels them. And sometimes it's not even the member cancelling them. It's because they defaulted on their loan or their dues or whatever. And Disney cancels the reservation. And then then what? You know, and I know well, some of the rental yeah. stores have some kind of insurance. They'll give you back your money or whatever. But what are you supposed to do? You're going in a week and you find out that your, your reservation has been cancelled. Right? Well,
1: that, I think that's a thing too with the rental companies that do that is that they like, if they do offer some sort of insurance to, or understanding if you're renting that you can get insurance to kind of cover if something wonky does happen. Cause yeah. But I mean, often it's non-refundable once you've rented.
0: Yeah. But insurance is one thing, but it's the inconvenience. Of, oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, Cause I'm sure that weeks- you find out
1: at the last minute. Mm -hmm.
0: you find out at the last minute that, Oh my goodness, they've sold the contract. They've canceled the reservation, like whatever they've done. Um, and you find out at the last minute. So yeah. So that always makes me kind of, yeah, that makes me kind of nervous about that. But from a, from a purchase perspective for Disney vacation club, it was one of the best investments I made when I made it. I don't know if I would do it now. Like when I bought, the dollar was really good. It was kind of on par. Um, you know, I had some extra disposable income and I knew I was going two or three times a year at, the, at that time. So I was going to be forking out anyway. And at that time, we were, still, we were still paying cash to stay in deluxe. So, you know, we stayed in some moderates, but we were doing deluxe resorts as well. So it was it made sense to me financially. But if I had to do it now, the fact that it, I can't get availability when I need it. You used to be able to get Saratoga Springs or Old Key West whenever you wanted.
1: Yeah, no no problem. Now it's difficult.
0: Now it's difficult. Like you might be able to get a studio one night, a two bedroom the next night, and then you're changing rooms and
1: yeah. yeah. I think for for me I I'm glad I have it. Absolutely. Uh, pretty much feel the same way like if if I wouldn't if I had no points I wouldn't probably buy them today because of the dollar because of the cost of the points like it's it's a it's a lot more than what I what I paid um and like I and the timing right when I bought them it just made sense for me to for me to buy them back then and but now that I have them like and I I go more than once a year and I go more than my points would ever allow but I kind of think it's just kind of my my bonus sort of we'll call it free trip because <laughs> it's paid for right so I know that you know if I go three or four times a year that I've got that one kind of in the bank and it's, and and I've always got to stay uh, yes that's that I just have to worry about getting there or um, you know if I have an annual pass I don't have to worry about so it's sort of like having always having that trip in my in the back bank. pocket ready to go so well, like we- I said I often use it for my pin event so um, the pin event sort of a, a bonus uh, trip that I that I do every single year, and and it, and it just kind of works out for me to use them. But that's how I justify my pin event every year.
0: Yeah, and I think that me too. We always sort of justify the vacations, right? So if we both have annual passes, you know, our DVC points, you know, you can really just get there for us for the cost of the flights. Um, I use my WestJet MasterCard so sometimes even the flights are are pretty discounted and yeah I buy food when I'm there but I buy food at home so (laughs) it's sort of for me it just kind of I can justify it all (laughs) which is why we've we've even talked about well why don't we just go down maybe one Thursday night and come home Sunday night well we can justify that because we're not paying for park tickets we're not paying for our stay you know the flights we can get with our WestJet dollars. Um, so yeah, it kind of allows you to justify it. Right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I don't, I think I would tell people, you know, it's gotta be the right decision for you and your family, um, whether or not to buy DVC now it's, I'm glad I have it for the same reasons you said, you know, you get to, you get to kind of call it a freebie bonus trip or whatever. Um, I love my Disney Vacation Club. I really do. But I would always recommend, you know, you buy it direct from Disney. Uh, you get all the perks that come with it. And if you can, you don't finance it through Disney. I mean, finance it some other way. But through Disney, their, their rates are are pretty, pretty big for financing. But otherwise, and never use it for a cruise. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> It's a lot of points, but where would you want to stay, Carrie? So what's your favorite DVC resort?
1: Um, I think I have, I, mm, like, I love Animal Kingdom Villas. I I know people, people don't love it, but I love it. I, I just, it's, it's a bit out of the way. It's got a different vibe and a different feel there. There's drafts at the back door i I really like staying there, um so that's one of my favorites i I love old Key West, I think because it's it's near Disney mm-hmm. Springs and I like that it's quiet there too, and it's the original one and it's it's just different it's got a different feel and i and I really like staying there and um my third one is the beach Club Villas, so like they're three totally different resorts um I think if I had all the points in the world all the time, I probably would pick Beach Club Villas as my
0: number
1: really? one. I do like cause you can walk to Epcot, you can walk to yeah. Hollywood Studios, um, you know, by the boardwalk. I, I think that's probably my favorite all round for location feel, like the vibe, the way that the pool, everything everything about it seems to work for me. So I'd say that would probably be my number one.
0: Yeah. The Beach Club is. I, I do like the Beach Club. I, I like it proximity at Epcot, uh, Hollywood Studios. I think uh, I love the decor. It's just that the beachy feel. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of it's, and it's nice. small.
1: It's a smaller resort too. Like I think, I think that's another reason why it kind of puts a front from mm-hmm. the other two is and like most of the DVC resorts, well, Animal Kingdom and Okie West Saratoga. Um, they're huge. They're big. Yeah. They're ginormous resorts. And I like how Beach Club is kind of tiny, even like Contained. boardwalk across the way is, is, um, it's, I guess if you're in the, if you're in the DVC side, you're in a certain area, but it's a, it's a pretty big.
0: It's big. Like some of those,
1: to get those to villas.
0: oh, there the last time, was it the last time we stayed there or the time before we were in the second to last room at the end of that DVC hall at the boardwalk i felt like we were almost at hollywood studios like the <laughs> it was a long walk um because it's big animal well, kingdom I, eh, it's you know i'm not i love seeing the animals outside i really do um but yeah it's just it's it's too big it's too big for me
1: one thing that's great about animal kingdom when you when you stay in at Kidani is and if you have a car is that they have underground parking so you pretty much can go like in the underground parking goes underneath like the buildings are kind of like boomerang shaped I suppose and you can park underneath and then just zip up to wherever you are Oh, Um, so driving and parking at Kidani is is great and then with the main building with your points if you have um if you if you have the 11 month window there they have um what are they called are they uh, what do they oh. call it the, are they values? Value, are the the value value studios
0: the value studios yeah
1: yes so they're cheap cheap points um and so yeah i like to stay because of getting those cheap points too but so what makes them I a value? even longer when a value studio
0: hmm? what what makes it a value studio
1: it's, i think it's, it's just a little a bit, bit smaller? smaller maybe because mm. it's they're they're from the original like in the lodge so i think they're a little bit smaller they're Every time I've stayed in a value studio, it's pretty close to the lobby. So Ooh. I've like, I love that. Like to me that makes it even a better reason to use the value points than the value points is that yeah. you're close to the lobby because the the thing that with Animal Kingdom is those big, long hallways. Like if you're, yeah, it could take you a long time to get to and from the food court or to and from the mug refill station. Like, And to and from at the end of the day and at the start of the day so they're very very long hallways where like I said over at Kidani if you have a car you could park underneath and then save that walking time but I know your favorite is Bay Lake Tower
0: I love Bay Lake Tower I really you know why because a it's a tower so it's not a ton of walking um once you're in the resort It's connected to the Contemporary Resort. So I can go over and have the quick service there or visit the Outer Rim Bar or the stores or California Grill, like whatever we want. I can walk to the Magic Kingdom, but it's also very quiet. So inside that building, there's no reason for you to be there if you're not staying there. So, right, you don't have people coming to visit the resort. It's just, it's very self-contained. And people who are coming to visit are over at the Contemporary. So the studios, they didn't, I will say they didn't use the space very smartly, I guess is what you would say for the studios. The studios are small. Um, They're, I mean, they sleep four or five, four. Um, I don't know. We were, during Irma, there were four of us, four women who wrote out Irma in a studio at Bay Lake tower. So four women in a studio that is small <laughs> and we were quarant- like, we were inside for two days. Uh, the great news, you know, cause it had the little kitchenette. So we had all of our, all of our accoutrements in there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a bit small, but the one bedrooms in there have two bathrooms. Not all of the, not all of the one bedrooms have that. So That's pretty cool. We like that. So when we're staying with, you know, another, other people or other adults and we need the one bedroom, you have two bathrooms in there. So that's also very good. So the two bedrooms have three bathrooms, which is nice. Yeah. That's what's your,
1: what's your second favorite then?
0: (sighs) I think I would probably go with the beach club. Yeah. I think I would go beach club or boardwalk just because of the proximity of where they are. Um, and then, I don't know, the Riviera was pretty, pretty cool.
1: But I only really, one I bedroom. really enjoyed that. Yeah. Thank I,
0: you.
1: Thank you for inviting me to stay because I would have n- never used my points to stay there. Well, that was, <laughs> that was, I knew. I would have taken a third of my points.
0: <laughs> I knew that we, like, I had to try it. And there there was that one night the day we got back from the cruise and it was the one bedroom. So Becky was, Becky, Becky just booked it. It wasn't even me. It was her that booked it and just said, well, we want to try it. So let's check it out. I really did love the way that one bedroom was laid out. That was really, yeah.
1: it was nice. It was pretty It was comfortable too. the, The other, the bedding in the, in the outside room. I've never stayed at Bay Lake tower. So maybe once I stay there, then it'll be my number one.
0: Yeah, see, how can
1: you go wrong with walking to the Magic Kingdom?
0: Exactly. So when we go for D23, I think Becky's already made our reservations um, for that. Because then it's perfect when we're, we're right next to the Contemporary for the convention. So you can come stay with us then. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I love the Bay Lake Tower. But you can use them all over the place. We've used our points at Alani in Hawaii. Um, we've used them at California. But those are hard. There's not a lot of DVC in California, in Disneyland.
1: Yeah. So Grand California, it's hard to, unless you own there, it's hard to get. Very hard.
0: Yeah. Very hard to get in there. But so that's kind of our, (laughs) do you think we've covered everything? I I hope Hillary is, you know happy with all of the information that we're giving for <laughs> from dbc um and if she has any other questions we, <laughs> we can, can refer becky, her to becky <laughs> becky and Juanita. maybe we should just have becky and wanita on the podcast and talk about
1: they can all yeah they definitely understand how i think we can speak to the benefits i we probably missed a few of the of the of the thing the benefits that come with um with dbc yeah. but i think for me it's like the discounts and
0: yeah, and having the Special trips limits. paid for—that's right. Having trips paid for, I know every year I'm guaranteed to go and stay. I may have to resort hop. I may have to, you know. But how hard done by are we that once in a while we got to go and stay in a one bedroom because we couldn't get a studio? Like, <laughs> really, should we be complaining? I don't know. <laughs>
1: no. Very <laughs> well, grateful.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that I, I, I'm glad that I bought in. I'm happy. So care. Oh, and we also get discounts on annual passes.
1: Not very much. But it's yeah. not
0: very much, but it's a li- hey. Any discount will do. Which
1: one is- thing I was thinking that they do, which I never take advantage of, is I think they also do special. They do certain things at at the resorts too, right? They have they have programming for kids, like they have a DVC. They do. Um, like I an area for the kids to go in and do crafts, or they might have special things events for owners. Um, at the resorts I never take advantage of them though
0: no. me neither the only thing that I ever do is I go to the Disney Vacation Club thing on the cruise because they always they give you like a hat but anybody can go you don't have to be a, a free a drink yeah and you always get a free drink I wasn't going to call that out that I go for the free drinks but
1: <laughs> I don't I drink prefer- and I've been for the free drink on the DVC cruise <laughs> I, I it sounded uh, the better cruises.
0: to say I went for a
1: hat than a free drink <laughs>
0: But when well, you know. they have
1: they have they have the member they don't they have a member lounge at Epcot? I've never been in there either. I'm not the I'm not a very good DVC. You have been in member the member lounge. I didn't no. I take you there?
0: No, no, I took our friend Curtis there
1: that's so right yeah, i've never I've, i How definitely never just take advantage the of the place to sleep and the 20 percent discount on the merchandise <laughs> so they do I have, to become a better dvc owner
0: you do need we to need take to
1: take advantage of some of these things
0: okay so this this year when we go we'll go to the the epcot member lounge uh i've been there a few times it's it's nice like it's some place if it's raining or it's hot you can go in and sit they get have, free soda you get free soda um and you can charge your devices or whatever, but that's like, it's really just a place to sit um, and charge up your stuff if you want and just relax for a bit. There's yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice. So yeah, see, there are, there are a lot of things, but you never even use those.
1: I know, but I know about them.
0: You know about them. That's true. That's true. I just
1: get sidetracked all the time.
0: We get sidetracked all the time. Carry on everything. <laughs> okay. So Carrie, Carrie Thank you for chatting with me about Disney Vacation Club and all of the fabulous, and yeah, I think we're going a bit stir crazy, so we're still inside for uh, the COVID virus. We're still, um, we're still indoors, um, but yeah, we talk every day, so, but Carrie, we, you know what we didn't talk about before we started? What? I forgot to ask you, before we started recording, Carrie, have you got your pixie dust for this week?
1: <laughs> I, I, I do. <laughs>
0: Oh, you do! You were prepared. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually we're like, "Uh-oh, I gotta think of what was my pixie dust this week." So you already were prepared. Okay, Carrie, what was your pixie dust of the week?
1: Well, my pixie dust is Google, Google Hangouts, and Google Meets. Oh, How okay. much they've been a blessing to. to was that yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guest always gets asked first. <laughs> Because, let me tell you, without Google Hangouts and Google Meets, I wouldn't be able to do my job well while, uh, while we're working from home because it's it's uh, so important to stay connected, and it makes it so much easier to to stay connected to my colleagues and also from my family and friends, because it's only so many days in, and I think we're all starting to get stir crazy. Um, and and I think, you know, I talk to regular people on, google and facebook messenger but it's sort of opening up another realm <laughs> and and you're calling out and calling people that you've never ever chatted with online before like that so it's just opening up a, a new window to to stay connected to the people i usually don't connect with online like my colleagues and my and my family uh, and friends that i usually see face to face so it's yeah. awesome thank heavens for it
0: yeah, and I'm and gonna, internet access. Yeah, <laughs> internet it's access. Not failing with, yet. Oh my goodness, can you imagine what we what state we'd be in without internet?
1: Um and that'll be our pixie dust next week, <laughs> our internet access. Our internet access.
0: Yeah, because we're we make, sticking. Weren't we supposed to do we we're supposed to do a bonus episode this week? Uh, um our bonus bonus episode, remember? Um, yeah, so my pixie dust this week is the same that um it's it's got to be all of the tools the google chats the facebook chats and zoom chats so today uh right before this earlier today my family because of course they're all in different places and they decided that we were going to have a zoom chat because one of them had heard about zoom uh so you know my sisters are technologically challenged at the best of times so it was quite comical trying to figure out how they were all going to get on a Zoom call and who was downloading it. And I didn't <laughs> kept thinking I should just tell them, you know, we all have iPhones. We could just do a group FaceTime. But, <laughs> but seeing the text back and forth about how to use this thing, I couldn't. I just had to wait. But anyway, they, <laughs> they all figured it out. And uh, we had a great chat. I had two of my nephews, two of my sisters, my brother-in-law and I. And we we chatted for a good forty five minutes, uh, just connecting. Um, it's it's great to to connect with your family, even though you can't be there physically. And and then shortly after that, you and I had a call with our friend Susan and Becky. So I've talked to Becky more actually since I've been in quarantine than I normally do. Um, but yeah, we had the, we had that chat. We had um, a nice chat with and Susan's
1: them. in Florida. She's not even
0: yeah. So that was fun, and it's been it's been good. It's been good connecting with everybody online.
1: I think it'll be interesting, like once we like w- after it's been a while, if we'll get on Google Chats just to kind of hang out, like you know yeah. what I mean. Like it might like just call up my mom and just kind of just while she's like puzzling and I'm like, <laughs> you know, doing something here that we'll just be like hanging out. Yeah like i
0: wonder that. will that continue on <laughs> you know
1: my, like my, not just chatting how are you doing but just like you know yeah. just hanging out just hanging out as long as the internet works
0: as long as it works we're all good <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again carrie and we will chat again soon on our maybe bonus 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 chat
1: <laughs> a bonus bonus if a bonus we do bonus. three then it's a bonus bonus bonus, bonus. bonus. yes <laughs> okay thanks carrie see ya
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I hope you learned a little about Disney Vacation Club and Carrie and I haven't totally confused you and gave you some good information. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd love it if you could share it with your friends, your family, share it online with anyone that you think might be interested in the topics we cover. And as always, I'm open to all of your feedback and suggestions about podcast episodes that you'd like to hear from us in the future. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.